Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. It very much is. And Kevin, I have such news for you. All right. Okay, so audience, usually we watch Riverdale together. This week, the fates have collided to make life complicated. So we We're had very to watch, busy. We're very busy, so we had to watch it separately. So I watched a PVR recording, and I discovered something. Oh, Remember yeah? how last season's sponsor was CoverGirl? Yeah. This season's sponsor is AT&T. Oh. And, and? They're giving the characters Instagrams. Okay. Kevin has one. Okay. And I'm pretty sure Veronica's going to have one. I think I found hers. So at and so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, I don't know who manages this, but it is not good. Is it, is it like a lot of the advertising for the show where it's very dissonant? Where it's like, so they have the cover girl and they're like, oh yeah, these things. And I'm like, this show's about murder. Yeah. Like, like, like they're trying. It's like the advertisers are really trying hard for teen drama, but the show's trying really, really hard for like thriller. Mm-hmm. So they're not really. And I don't know who's writing the Instagram like <laughs> headings, but it's not a sixteen-year-old. I can tell you that. But guys, if you want a good laugh, if you want some like jazz for your uh, yeah. Instagram stream. Go follow the Kevinth Wonder. <laughs> oh, it's called the Kevinth Wonder. <laughs> yeah. Stellar job. It's a thing. So that's right. that's what I discovered this week. That, that's that's a good thing to discover. That's the only thing I've done this week that's not work or rehearsal. <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah, you got a play coming out. Yep, yep. it opens tonight. Yeah. we, get, we You can give a little pitch on the end of the episode if you want. Do you know what happened the other day at rehearsal? You do not because I didn't tell you. No. The woman who plays my mom went to the emergency room oh no because she was in a car accident several like a month ago yeah and she thought that she had appendicitis and was in such bad pain that she could not walk or sleep oh no so on wednesday night this is friday yeah on wednesday night she was in the emergency room we had to train an understudy a oh, woman no. of a similar age and a similar height who's also a good actor. She just came in and she learned all the blocking. Oh, no. And then she watched the show last night because we still don't know. This actress could go back into the hospital or be unable to leave bed at any time. Oh, no. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's stressful. My, my, and yesterday I woke up and my eye was swollen shut because I'm very allergic to the guy I act opposite to, but I have not told him. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully he doesn't listen to the podcast. I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> he might if so i'm sorry i'm very allergic to you and i didn't tell you because i didn't want to hurt your feelings probably not him but like something about <laughs> it's his, his life. cats it's his cats uh, well i mean you are allergic to cats. yes and i'm typically not allergic to people who have cats but maybe his cats are just super dandruffy super dandruffy and i have to like nuzzle against him and oh <laughs> it's my, bad my body is a disaster <laughs> all right well speaking of disasters uh, let's do, uh, let's go on to this beautiful disaster of a show that I love so much. Um, and this is episode 11, The Wrestler. The Wrestler. Hey, so what happened to their uniforms? Yeah, because they're not wearing them anymore. Because they don't have to wear them anymore. They wore them for once. Yeah, so there was a one-day uniform. Now Jughead is wearing what I thought was overalls. And I was like, why is he dressed like the comic book? But he's not. He's just wearing, like, jeans and yeah. a plaid. Yeah, it's... So So what's going on with the serpents? Because, like, they were angry because they had to wear a uniform. But apparently they don't have to wear a uniform. I... So what... 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 what, what? I imagine that what happened is the reasonable one, who I assume is Fangs, because yeah. we haven't seen any other reasonable ones, went to Weatherby and was like, you know we have clothes, right? <laughs> we have clothes that are not our serpent's jackets. Could we wear those clothes to school? And Weatherby was like, I don't know, Veronica Lodge said you didn't have any clothes. But apparently despite the um, – despite the this issue being resolved, <laughs> Jughead's still upset. He's – this episode should be titled The Angry Young Man. Yeah. Jughead Jughead's... Jones is just as angry as Billy Joel. And, and, his, and his reasons are getting, like, thinner and thinner. He just needs some love. All right. Uh, we, we get a little bit where they're talking about how, like, Pickens Day is coming up to uh, celebrate General Augustus Pickens. 
Um, and when <laughs> oh, when Jughead says that, he puts some real twang on it. He's like General Augustus Pickens. So maybe we're wrong about where Riverdale is. I don't Maybe know. it's in the south? Not with those trees. Not with those trees. I don't know where... I do not know where Riverdale is. And Augustus Pickens is very akin to uh, Han Springfield. Yeah, yeah. The probably. founder of Springfield. Yeah. Um, I, on The uh, Simpsons. There's, there's a time where I, I tried to find a photo of, like, a card, like a license plate. Mm. They just say Riverdale. <laughs> So I'm willing to I'm willing to accept that like well we should we should stop trying to figure out where Riverdale is and just accept that Riverdale is where it needs to be. Riverdale is everywhere and nowhere yes. at the same time. It's kind of like Springfield except for less of a joke. Yes. <laughs> um. So we also learned during the scene Jug is angry and Archie has always played basketball. Yeah. Well, he he does it in he he in the spring. No, sorry, in the fall. It's football. Uh-huh. And then when winter comes around, he plays basketball. But I thought he only got tall and hot this year and has never been on a sport team. N- no. No, because he was in football before. Okay. I'm pretty sure. But now he's good at the sports. I don't know. I, I don't know. I do not know what he was last year. There's no way of telling what he was last year. What we all need to know is that every single character is now ten times hotter than they were last year. <laughs> last year they were the characters from the comic books. Exactly. This year they are now this. Um, so and, sh- oh, wait, hang on. So, I'm sorry, there's just so much that comes up in this beginning thing. Because yeah. Jughead mentions that Archie was approached by the feds, and then it cuts to him r- typing on a laptop in the and finishing up his, like, monologue. Mm-hmm. So he, is he writing it right now? Yes, he is still writing his book. So then he knows that Archie was approached by the feds? Jughead knows everything and nothing all at the same time. Or, <laughs> because you, cause the teacher's like, like uh, Mr. Jones, you, you need to pay attention. And he's finishing up his whatever his beginning bit was. I don't know. It makes no sense. Anyway, what he was interrupting was Cheryl was doing a presentation. It's an oral presentation to class, but what it really is is a propaganda speech to rename Pickens Day Blossom Day. Or she wants a full name, I guess. Yeah, because her great-great-grandfather... Was actually the one who... Bankrolled the Pickens. Made the town. Because, you know, even when... Um, you know, we name things after people. We always name them after the person who gave them money. That's because deeds don't count, only financing. Only financing. I mean, that's why we have so much stuff named after the queen. That's true. That's true. That is true. <laughs> and that's also why we have, like, Rogers Stadium. Yeah. Because Rogers, like, the, the cell phone company, yeah. gave them money. Yeah. Yes, excellent. Good job, Cheryl. Um, that's Cheryl's bit for now. Great. Yeah. She disappears for a while. We go to the weirdest meeting ever. Which is at Archie's house? Okay. And run me through who's at this meeting. Mama Lodge. Yeah. Daddy Lodge. Yeah. Luke Perry Andrews. Yeah. The mayor. Yeah. Sheriff Keller. Yeah. And Veronica. (laughs) Which is a reveal. Which is a reveal because it shows from a point of view of Veronica. And the most upsetting thing about this scene is that they listen to Veronica. Yeah. She's the one who decides what they're doing with Pickens Day. Yeah. Because what we learn is that apparently the kids are getting well fine at Southside. Apparently that issue is done with. (laughs) But the parents are upset. I have to assume that the mayor misspoke and the angry parents are the rich parents. Why are the poor parents mad that their kids are getting a better education? I guess because they're further away, but it doesn't feel like they're further away. They're getting, they're at a much better school. I don't want to slight Southside, but Southside was a jail. Yes, it did not have toilets that worked. Yeah, it had, it had chain link fences inside the school. Maybe, and you know, they maybe should have said something about this. Maybe they're forcing the Southside parents to pay for the busing to Riverdale High. Maybe. And maybe, maybe it's very expensive. As far as I've learned, all these kids get themselves to school. <laughs> they all ride on their motorbikes. Except for when it's, you know, pot specific. Yeah. But then the lodges are like, well, to so- to distract people... We'll have a very big Pickens Day festival. And then the mayor's like, what? You want to make Pickens Day not a celebration of our town, but a celebration of your thing? Like your groundbreaking party? Which, yes, the groundbreaking party was a celebration of their thing. <laughs> yeah, and then Veronica interrupts and everyone gives her way too much, like... <laughs> way, way too, too much, much credit. Way too much credit. And then the mayor's like, but what about them serpents? They're a bad seed. And Sheriff Keller's like... I'll ask them to do security. They want paid work. 
Yeah, and like they're just bouncing around all of it. Once again, serpents, not a gang. They're apparently just security for hire. Great. Then Archie walks in. He's like, hey, how come I'm not at this meeting? <laughs> I'm 15 years old, too. Veronica gets to be here. Why not Archie? <laughs> Look, because the lodges have a dumb, dumb business where they let their 15-year-old daughter be part of it. But, Dad, am I a part of your business? In a very cursory way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Mystery Franco is having a uh, breakfast. There's so they have so much food. There's so many meals with the Coopers in this episode. And they're having the most passive aggressive breakfast. Is, is it breakfast or dinner? I think it's food. breakfast. It's food. Food I, time. I thought it was breakfast, and you thought it was breakfast, so it must be breakfast. Yeah. So uh, Mystery Franco is having a uh, having breakfast, and uh, he brings. How do these people's minds work? Because how do some of these topics get out? Like, there's so many leaps. In topics in this episode. Like, <laughs> so she essentially is like sort of taunting. He's being like, I have stuff that I do. I'm not a good guy. I have scars. I have clients. And then, uh, and then when he, at the mention of scars, Betty's like, I have scars too. They're crescent moons on my hands. Because I push my fingernails into my hands sometimes, and like she- twice last season. And she's like, me too. Like, what does the be like? I was sort of more talking about, like, metaphorical scar. Look, Betty, you're really not catching on here, right? You understand well, it's not the same thing, right? My favorite part is when they're like, what kind of clients do you have? He's like, well, you know, clients. Nice people, bad people. You know, clients. And I'm like, they're asking what your business is. Yeah, no, Sheik is, um, Sheik knows what to do in this show. It's like, it's like he watched the show. And was like, I can be on it. This. I can be on the show. I can do this. Oh, and we found out that he lived in a hostel, not a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Or a motel. Okay. Yeah, sure. So then Archie meets with the FBI agent, and the FBI agent <laughs> asks Archie why he wasn't at that meeting. Why weren't you at that meeting? I want Archie to be like, well, because I'm 15. He's interested that he's like, basketball? Because I'm a teenager. <laughs> because you hired a teenager. Kids are not a part of business meetings. And, but Veronica was there. Yeah, I mean, the lodges are weird. <laughs> Which is the segue into, do you have a personal relationship with Hiram Lodge? And Archie's like, no. Not really. I'm a kid. <laughs> no, I'm 15. <laughs> He's like, well, maybe you should, teenager I'm working with. And the more this goes on, the more I'm like, God, this is a real FBI agent, isn't it? Yeah, he's real. This guy's real. He to be real. He's so real. He's so dumb. Also, he tells Archie that once this is all put to rest, Archie can go back to being in his band. <laughs> Archie's not in a band. With, with your pals and gals. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Reference to the Archies. Yeah. Um, we get a little bit of school talk about Sheik. Yeah, Kevin Keller recognizes him somehow. Jake's <laughs> like, we your time in the forest. <laughs> and I'm like, settle, Jughead. Also, Jughead brings up Snowpiercer, I guess, for a modern reference. I get, because that's a super on-brand modern reference. Yeah, it, and it doesn't quite fit, other than the fact, like, yeah, you know, it's like there's the rich people at the front of the train, the poor people at the back of the train. But, I mean, the, the entire point of, like, Snowpiercer is a very, very deep, like metaphorical movie mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and it's it's cool and it's good it's very on the nose metaphorical which works perfectly fine i don't think it fits in this one <laughs> i think these um writers just listen to a lot of mcelroy podcasts because travis mcelroy loves snowpiercer there's brings a lot it up of, all the time there's a lot of moments in riverdale where they throw out words that are buzzwords or trending words that I feel like they just throw them out because they're like, oh yeah, people like Snowpiercer, they're making a TV show off of it. So Snowpiercer in here, it's about inequality. They just open Twitter and they're like, what's trending? Yeah. So Jughead's real shirty because Veronica's like, everyone needs to come to pick and stay, pick and stay, pick and stay. And he's like, the serpents weren't invited. And Veronica's like, we specifically invited the serpents. And also you can go. Yeah. Like, like, hang on, no one was invited. It's a festival. (laughs) It's a public event. Like, (laughs) Aaron, it's like if we have the Calgary Stampede. If I was like, I wasn't invited to the Stampede. Like, <laughs> no, you weren't because you don't get invites. You go. You go to a public event. They don't in. They they only invite people if they're like a guest of honor. And no, the serpents aren't a guest of honor. And they offer the serpents a job to be security. A yeah, political things, but also because the serpents want jobs. Yeah, 
It's, but you know, Jughead's just angry. He's the angry young man. Yeah. So then Archie does some very good espionage. Man, Archie's real good this episode. His upgrading is really stuck. Yeah, because he, he's like, Veronica, I feel like your father doesn't like me. But he doesn't like a really like, oh, I'm so embarrassed to bring this up, but I yeah. just, oh, so good. Apparently Archie, yeah, apparently Archie's been learning French. He's willing to learn Spanish instead. Um. But Veronica's solution for Archie to get close to her dad is for him to join wrestling. Which, I'm sorry I keep on bringing up things I mentioned. She mentions Foxcatcher. She's like, yeah. He's just like, like, we're extras and Foxcatcher. I'm like, isn't Foxcatcher the movie about the abusive coach who, like... Sure is. (laughs) Yeah. Sure is. Fun reference there. Fun foreboding reference there, Veronica. Also, this is like... There's not really a like wrestling obviously has a season because yeah. all sports have a season, but it's not wrestling season. No, there's not like televised wrestling. No, no, it's just there's the wrestling team is starting now. I guess you can't go to the bar and watch a wrestling match. Maybe maybe they assume a lot of the football players also be wrestlers, so they like split the seasons. Maybe. Maybe. I think they just try to have not as many sports compete with football. Well, yeah, and I mean wrestling is an indoor sport, so it makes sense to take place during winter. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so we get a scene where Jughead mentions why he can't, you know, do a lot of stuff is that he's going to, Tony Topaz is bringing him to interview her, uh, grandfather. Because he has to do an oral report on the history of Riverdale. Yeah. And Tony Topaz's grandpa is one of the original members of the Serpents. Yes, he's one of the founders of the Serpents. Um, and as we talk to him, we learn that he's also, um, indigenous. He's from the Yuktana. Yeah, Yuktana U- tribe. Yuktana tribe. Or, no, no, uh, it's tribal Octana? people. Tribe. It, no, it was Yuktana. Tribe. 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 Yeah. tribe. All right. Um, and, but no one has ever heard of them. Okay. We're, I'm going to be mocking about this. Yeah. And I want to preface this by saying that I find it hard to believe that no one knew about the massacre yeah. of an entire indigenous tribe. Yeah. Only probably about 100. So she, it, this is his grandfather. Grandpa. Yeah. So this is about 150 years ago. Yeah. Ju- ju- the way Jughead treats it like... He's appalled that this could even happen. And he's like, what? These people were killed? So. Yes. Yes. Um, We're in Canada, especially in Alberta. Yeah. In the Plains. Actually, in Ontario, too. Um, Ontario was more of like the French-British Indian Wars and all of that stuff. The Iroquois. The Iroquois, yeah. yeah. It's it's very similar to what you hear about like the Indian in the closet. That's sort of what the Indian in the cupboard. Yeah. Is sort of what uh, Western or Eastern Canada is about. But Western Canada, we're the Plains people. We're very aware of our cultural heritage. Like, you cannot live in Calgary and not know about the atrocities that were committed yeah. 150 years ago. Yeah. Um, every play that we go to – and it's just – there's, 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 there's a, in school, you learn a lot about it. Yeah, and every every play you go to see um, at the university, any email that gets sent out has a header on the bottom yeah. that, like, acknowledges and respects the tribes that owned this land. Yeah. Before, or that used and lived on and cultivated this land before we lived here. Yeah. Like, you've seen um, Calgary is built on the land of the Sixutina nation. Yeah, yeah. You, it, yeah, yeah, Especially in our arts. Like, the arts is very big. You, they, you get a lot of, um, uh shows about indigenous things mm-hmm. like that. So I just find it very hard to believe that Tony Topaz's grandpa is the, is the only... only well and Mama Blossom. So right, Tony yes. Topaz's grandpa and Mama Blossom are the only people in Riverdale who yeah. know that a massacre took place on their grounds yes. 150 years ago. Yeah, Jughead's reaction is very similar to the reaction of like if I told you that my house was was you know built built on top of like a canyon that's filled with diamonds he's like what really this is a thing i'm like yeah yes jughead it, and i bet if it you went to thing. i bet if you went to a museum or a library yeah you would know about it yeah now the town should have made reparations oh, a yeah. long time ago yeah. and they should be acknowledging yeah. how lucky they are to have this land yeah but that's a different story that's a different story and that's not the story that riverdale is telling no. riverdale is telling the story of an angry young man railing against Injustice? People he doesn't like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you get the scene. Um, and then what we learn is that apparently the serpents were started. Be, in the memory. In the memory. So once again, not a gang. Nope. Still not a gang. Still a club. Still not a gang. And I'm a... Okay. <laughs> we're both white people. I'm a little bit weirded out by the by linking the starting of a gang to being like 
the the slaughter of a group of people. Like the yeah yeah yeah. It's 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 it's, it's a weird connection for the show to be like yeah these are now connected. Yeah, the only reason you would start a gang is that be- is bad. Yeah, is because it's it's a it's a weird bit. We're not going to talk about it too much because no. we don't really. It it's, just it's not, it's not what as this thing says. It's not really our. Thing it's not. To talk it's about. not our story to tell. Yeah, and you know what? They actually they take this big issue. It's yeah. very near to my heart being here. Yeah. in Calgary in Canada. Yeah. yeah, something that we tackle and struggle with. Maybe not struggle, but something that we tackle and are aware of on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. They do, like, a really good job of handling it and also a really terrible job of handling yeah, it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's a very weird mix between the two of them. And we'll get to the part where they do a really good job yeah. later. Um, so Josie and Veronica are apparently planning on bringing back the Pussycats for uh, Pickens Day. And the mayor is so mad. Oh, she is infuriated she at this. She is filled with a righteous rage. I thought we were focusing on your solo career. The amount there's a lot of storylines going on in this episode, and every character's in every storyline. Like they yes. have to change their motivation in every <laughs> single scene. It's like whiplash. It's it's crazy. Yeah. So then there's a tiny scene where Betty gets a phone call from Kevin, and he's like, "Are you in a secure, secure place? Can you talk?" And she's like, right in front of her family. He's like, "Yeah, like, sure, yeah. why not?" And I'm like, "No, Betty." <laughs> and Kevin reveals that Sheik, you know, mystery. Uh, yeah. Mystery Franco. Yeah. He's is, online. He's a... He's a webcam gigolo. He's, he's a... He's a... I wrote him down. He's a video gigolo, a webcam boy, a cyber trick. And I'm like, those are all different things. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Sheik might be all those things, yeah, though. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll talk about this storyline as it progresses, but essentially that's that's what he says, and Betty goes... <gasps> and I'm like, why are you surprised by that? You saw all of his stuff <laughs> yeah. in his hotel room. Yeah. 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 So then Hermione Lodge drinks the most dramatic tea that has ever been drunk. Well, Veronica tells her mom that Mayor McCoy was mean to her. And her mom's like, oh, well, <laughs> she's upset that you're a part of our business. She and, doesn't think we're raising our child well. And if, you, and, if, and if you need to, I'll talk to her. I'm like, so you're threatening Mayor McCoy because she was mean to your daughter. And I mean, you should speak to an adult who is mean to your child. But, <laughs> but not in the way that you're... Not in the like, way that she's going to. I feel like Mayor McCoy's going to have another accident. Yeah. Well, you know, like... She's going to have... Well, I'll make this joke later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, wrestling tryouts. Chuck! Is there. Yeah, Chuck. They, they need another character. Chuck is allowed to be on sports teams again? I guess just not football. Just not football. Great. Yeah. Um, And also Hiram is weirdly at the tryouts because when you're rich, you can do what you want. Oh, yeah. he Well, he he's like a secondary coach or no, something. No, he just gave them money. Well, I <laughs> he's thought. He's just the team sponsor. I thought Frango was saying that like he was also just going to like help with the sport because he's he's real into wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. He's like super into wrestling. He's just like made himself a coach. He's like, now me. <laughs> Hiram Lodge, I work at this high school, too. Yeah, and so then they do the wrestling, but, like... But then, you know who else is there? Kevin. Sheriff Keller. Oh, well, well, Kevin's there. Parents do not come to sport team tryouts. Yeah, I'm really confused about these tryouts. Because also, then they get into doing some sort of exercise where it's, like, trying to flip someone and trying to not be flipped. I don't know too much about wrestling. (laughs) I don't know too much about non quote-unquote professional wrestling <laughs> but it's like they're teaching them how to wrestle at the tryouts Wait, but they're not they're just sort of being like all right now do this thing like archie's thrown to the deep end like if yeah if i can like i don't like i want to be part of the wrestling team they're like all right do you know how to wrestle no no i would like you to teach me like how to, to wrestle, wrestle so i can no. be part of the team instead here's this man and he'll start flipping you around so archie not good at wrestling. Kevin flips no. him many times. And Kevin's super happy about it. He just wanted to be, like, the cool guy for once, and he did it. I beat up Archie because he can be big and strong, but it doesn't mean he's good at wrestling. <laughs> but he's like, that's great. Like, I cool. forgot that Kevin and Betty are best friends. <laughs> because because, Kev- because apparently Veronica keeps usurping Kevin. Oh, and Kevin also has a gossip column in the newspaper, of, which is the best and worst of, thing I've ever heard. Yeah, because of course he does. Because who else? Yeah. Of course the gay character. Yeah. Um. So Jughead comes in and starts uh, feeling that the current assault on the serpents is very connected to the um, slaughtering of the um, Uktana, which... Ugh. And if we're to believe that no one knows about the Uktana except for Tony Topes's dad, then grandpa, it's, then, it's, then not. it's not. And also, I, from what we've seen of the serpents, 
they're not an indigenous gang. No. They're, they're, they seem like a biker gang. They seem like that thing. It doesn't seem like until this exact moment, there was no ever indication that the serpents were at all ever an indigenous anything gang. indigenous. No. They're led by Jughead and FP, Skeet Ulrich and Cole Sprouse, <laughs> the whitest little blonde white guys. Yeah. I saw Dylan Sprouse in a video. What does he look like? He's long hair. Really? Yeah, he's got rock. He's, he's buff. He's fine. He's got long hair, um, like wow. blonde hair. Wow. Yeah. Um. It, well, it was like a video with the slow mo guys. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's wow. Yeah. Good for them being different. And then what they um <laughs> what Betty says like, well, have you talked to Hiram? Sure. <laughs> he's like. He's like huh. Jughead wants to publish this. I guess he wants to write a history paper and publish it in the newspaper. Yeah. Well, right. it's anything we know, the school newspaper is the most important paper in the city. It's true. Mm-hmm. So um, Veronica is like to Archie, you weren't great at wrestling. Maybe you should do a song with me instead. Because I'll do it for Piggins Day. And my dad likes Piggins Day. And my dad likes me. Yay. It's like with when... me and Josie. <laughs> it's like when um, Summer... Was trying to get Seth to like her dad, or Seth to like appeal to her dad. Yeah, just Yay. do things with me. Yay. Well, he likes me. <laughs> Yay. The landlord threw out mystery Franco stuff. Yeah, the, he's the very ho- angry. Well, the hostel owner. Yes, who's hostile? He's ho- he's a hostile man. Uh, yeah, he threw out all of Sheik's like camera and laptop, and Sheik's very unhappy. And Betty's like, but you can stay here. Like, yeah, right. If you believe that, then you're dumber than you seem. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. Calm down. <laughs> how, old, how old is he? Like, He's He's got to be like... Tw- he, he's tw- he says he's being in his 20s. Yeah, 25, yeah, 26. Yeah, that's fine. Still still super aggressive. <laughs> Very aggressive. This, this, and every time, I, every time I look at him, I'm like, Franco. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Franco. So Jughead, um, Hiram's like doing bad stuff at his house, and Jughead, <laughs> Jughead has learned nothing about how to journalism. Jughead comes in like a wrecking ball. He calls Hiram. Hiram picks up the phone. He's like, "Hello, it's Jughead Jones. I'm calling to interview about the massacre that was perpetrated on the Click. <laughs> really? That's how you do it, Jughead? No, good. You- that's a good way to if get If you want to have talk. an interview with someone, if you want to have a real interview with someone, you, you're like, hey, I wanted to talk about Pickens Day. I was hoping to do an interview with you. And then you get there and you're like, all right, let's talk about slaughtering of indigenous people. Or maybe you, like, work your way around in a way that will make them trust you, in a way that will make them want to confide in <laughs> you, instead, like a real journalist. But instead, Jughead just comes ramming in, and that's the end of that his attempt. Yeah, that's the end of that scene. <laughs> and Hiram's just like... Mm. <laughs> now I'm mad at teenage boys. I don't like this at all. <laughs> so um, Betty gives. Yeah, this is a very cool, very cool scene where Betty takes like one of the old school laptops. Yeah, and a webcam and gives it to Sheik. Great. Great. Cool. Then Hiram emasculates Archie because he can't wrestle. Yeah, Hiram comes in and throws some serious shade at Archie. At a child. Yeah, he's like, hey, Archie. Um, you know, not everyone can be a wrestler. I guess instead you could play music. Not everyone's man enough to do manly things. <laughs> so instead like you could, your dad. So instead you can play music with the pussycats. And then Archie's like, I'm not doing the song. Wrestling <laughs> it is. No, before that he goes, <laughs> before that Archie's like, well, thankfully I'm here with my girlfriend, your daughter. Mm, kiss me, Veronica. <laughs> so essentially Hiram just like com- comes in being like, <laughs> Ah, you're not really much of a man, are you? And he's like, I'm banging your daughter. Here we go. Here we, You want to hey. do this, Hiram? <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> I am Archie Andrews, and I work for the FBI. And then, <laughs> Who's going to win this fight? And then continuing on with the idea of throw, of shade being thrown, Hal does not get along with Sheik. He, okay, Hal is not Sheik's dad, right? Who knows? I think this entire episode is lining up that FP... Is Sheik's dad? That, that I, he's super blonde. I well, Sheik, Sheik is super blonde. Maybe. Those 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 um not Cooper. I can't remember what her maiden name is. Those Alice jeans are just like <laughs> heavy and hard. I mean, Skeet Ulrich had some lighter hair when he was younger. I guess. But anyway, there's no like Hal is just yeah. infuriated by the fact that Sheik even exists. I would just like. Well, I guess the Coopers don't really get along with children of their own like That's gender. True. <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah um so then there's more wrestling 
Hiram forces Archie to demonstrate a move with him. Yeah, they're like, well, now for this tryout, we're going to talk to you about the fireman's carry. I'm like, what is going on? It's not I don't how know, tryouts work. I don't really know how sports are. There's three There's three days of tryouts, to be clear, for this wrestling team at this high school. Yep. Um, And then Hiram's like, well, I know I do the fireman carry because it's my signature move. Archie, get out here. Because he asked for a volunteer, and Kevin's like, I'm the best wrestler. I'll volunteer. Yeah. And then he flips Archie and, like, chokes him out as he g- gives veiled threats. Great. Someone who has too much confidence. This is a good way of dealing with them. And Archie's like, ugh, you don't understand. I'm a robot. <laughs> I'm going to put you in jail. You can't choke me. <laughs> well, I guess I better pretend to be choked out now. You're just giving me ammunition. I'm recording all of this. I mean, that's why Kevin could flip him, is that he that even though... Like, he's a robot. You can still flip. Like, he's strong, but you yeah. can flip him. It's like there's this, uh, I think I mentioned this in another podcast that I was wrong about. Or maybe it was this one. Um, did I mention Batman and Superman? Mm. Uh, there's a there's a um, scene where, uh, I think I, wa- I accidentally said that Batman punched Superman and Superman still stumbled back. No, no, there's a scene where, like, Superman's installing Batman. Batman picks Superman up and throws him through a table. Wait, it's because he's strong. It doesn't mean he's heavy. Yeah, yeah. And Superman's just shocked because he's like, oh, my God. Because he sees people <laughs> punching him. But said Batman's just like, well, I mean, you still weigh the same. <laughs> Guess what, Kevin? Batman versus Superman is coming on Netflix in Canada in February, so I will finally watch it. You have watched it. I have not watched yes, it. Yes, you have. Well, when I watch it when it comes on Netflix, that'll settle this argument. So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking today? Today, I am drinking a San Pellegrino. Ah, from those, tra- those trailers. The trailers for the... <laughs> those trailers for this drink. Commercials. The commercials oh, for the drink. The trailers for the drink. Yeah. Yes. It is the... Oh, I don't speak Spanish. I can't read any of this. It's the blood orange Isn't flavor. San Pellegrino Italian? Yep. There we go. That, I mean, that would... <laughs> That would that would hurt also if, if if you're just like oh I don't speak Spanish well it's Italian oh, well there you go I also can speak oh, yeah. Spanish <laughs> I took Spanish in university I've been to Spain yeah <laughs> so, so that's great yeah it's the blood orange flavor ah good it's delicious it has sixteen percent orange juice. And 3% blood orange juice <laughs> from concentrate. So it's mostly orange juice. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 16% orange juice. Yeah, and 3% blood orange juice. And in, the rest is sparkling water. In the, in the in just the ratio of orange juice to blood orange juice, it's blown out of the water. It's, bo- it's blown out of the sparkling water. I didn't realize this. Did you know this was blo- was bottled by Nestle? Yeah. Do we not like Nestle? Are they a bad? Nestle's kind of a jerk with water. Mm, I probably shouldn't drink this anymore. There's there's no company that's great with bottled water. It was bottled in Guelph. Ooh. That's Ontario. Mm-hmm. You're not Italian. No. 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 It also has 140 calories in it. Why am I drinking this? <laughs> Kevin, do you want some? No, you seem, you seem perturbed by it. Ooh, a lot of calories. Of I'm going to drink it anyway. So, uh, Tony reads out the very aggressive article... And she is very offended by it. Yeah, I mean, super. What he, he he essentially like. So the article is a lot of like uh, the the North is you know they 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 they, they, they did a slaughter thing, and then he quickly twists it to being like, and also serpents like they're so mean to the serpents now. They're systematically stepping on all of us people who are downtrodden, and and, and then he mentions uh, Thomas uh, yeah. Topaz, which is her grandfather, and it's. Real insulting to yeah. him. He <laughs> is an old man who cannot fight for himself. He's basically a bag of bones. Look at him. Look at this sad man. And Tony's like, whoa. Why did you bring my grandfather into this? He can, if he wants to fight for his rights, he'll fight for his rights. Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> Dude, you're just a white boy who's mad because <laughs> you can't. Yeah, wear your jacket to school. But you can but you can wear any other clothes. Like it's oh. You've literally been a serpent for like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And Calm also, down. also we're still not entirely sure where the serpents are. Apparently they're in, an indigenous gang, which was not clear until this very moment. I don't think that I don't think the show's trying to say that they're an indigenous gang. I think the show's trying to say that they started to honor the people. 
Maybe. What? The show is not clear about what it wants us to think. About, yeah, about the serpents. Yeah. Um, but essentially Jughead is, tra- is trying to, like, take this most tenuous grasp of, like, the serpents were started by, um, like, the survivor of the Uktani. So now this is, now the... this. So now thing. it's a race thing. Oh, yeah, about the serpents. It, it's, 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 it's real weird. And I believe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Josie and the mayor have a real serious talk where the mayor is like, I need to tell you the truth about Veronica and the truth about the lodges. And then we don't see the truth because this is also a flimsy storyline. Yeah. And it's followed up by Josie storming in on, in on a practicing Veronica. And then Josie being like, my mom says that she's being bossed around by your parents, but I don't have to be bossed around by you. And I'm like, that's not true. If there's anything that we learned, they were in it together. Yep. The lodges didn't have anything over the mayor until the mayor, like, I guess assume the lodges are like, well, if you screw us, we'll tell everyone that you're in on it. Yeah, exactly. But, like, she would have been in on it if she wasn't in on it. <laughs> like, like, like when she, let's say the South Side, maybe it started with the South Side, yeah. the South Side School. But they they she, bribed her into doing that. And it was a thing she wanted to do anyway. Yeah. So, she hates that school. Yeah. So, so Mayor McCoy lied to Josie. And also, it made herself seem like a villain and or Veronica, a victim. Yeah, and also Veronica was not telling Josie what to do because yeah. Josie misses the pussycat. She told us last episode. Yeah. So um, Josie drops out of Pickens Day. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl is. Very, what is this scene? Very beaten up about this. So I guess they're at the tomb of. No, they're at the statue of Pickens. Oh, they're at the statue of Pickens. Yeah, there they are. Yeah. Okay, I thought they. Were, I thought they were at a tomb somewhere. No. So then, Mama Blossom lays down a wreath of like, roses, red of, roses, of course, of course, because everything they have to do is themed. And then Cheryl is like, "Is it true? Was our family started by someone who did a massacre?" And do you know what? Do you know what I really, really wanted Mama Blossom's response to be like, y- "Yes." Are you? Because instead, she's like, "Yes, it is true." It, but this is what gave us all this, all these things. And, and then I, Cheryl's like, what? We just got some trees? And her mom's like, no, you dummy. <laughs> we got fertile land and a safe place to live. And, like, and all rich. The, and we're rich. And all the things that settlers want. Like, this is the history of the world. Yeah. People fight over land. Yeah. And, and the it blossoms, sucks. And the Blossoms just had better weapons. Yeah. And it and it and sucks. It sucks. And, it's, and it's so weird that none of them know about it. And this is how every nation is formed. There is no nation that is not formed through someone conquering someone else. What? Come on! Yeah, it's... History! Yeah. History tends to not be great. And then Mama Blossom reveals that they also used to own everything in town. The saloon, the general store, the brothel. Yeah, Cheryl takes this very, very, very personally... Hard. She's where very like once again Cheryl's being chaotic. She's just she's just changing up what her what her beliefs are. are. Then Kevin and Archie have a sweet deep scene where Kevin's like, "Why wrestling?" And Archie's like, "Well, it started for a reason I can't tell anyone, <laughs> but now I just really want to like prove to Hiram. Like he just doesn't like me. <laughs> he like me? And I'm just gonna prove to him that I'm a good. Yeah. I'm good. And Kevin's like, "You are good, but you're not great at wrestling. Yeah, you're getting better." And then we go to a scene that really thinks it's dark, but is actually just kind of dumb. Where where Betty's like talking to Sheik, and she's like, "Why did you give me or buy me that laptop?" And she's like, "I want to know why there's a darkness inside me." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" We're just, you know, there's really something wrong in the Coopers. That's what we're yeah. going down. So I want to know if you had the same darkness as well. Like, and apparently he does. But when has it ever been proven to us that Betty has a darkness inside herself when she sadly sang and stripped to I, Mad World? Well, I mean, I, the, I, I guess in the first season when she, like, did her weird... So she's done two things. Seduction thing. Two things. Well, and also the Black Hood really scared her with by having her put on a mask and look in a mirror. <laughs> he told her she was bad. Now she's afraid <laughs> now she's she bad. Now she agrees with him. <laughs> Man, but... Betty was once so good, and now she just agrees with the last thing she heard. Remember when she was the lead of the series? Yeah. And, and Archie was just a dumb, sweet boy. And now she's, it's like, it's like he took some of her smarts. <laughs> now he's the lead of the series. Yeah, it feels like this is a different show when she's like, the darkness. It feels like it's, um, uh, what do you call it? Dexter. <laughs> like, my dark passenger. Um, so then Archie confronts Hiram. 
And Hiram and Hiram oh, needs to calm the f down. Yeah, Hiram's upset because Archie's dad slept with his wife. And I'm like, but Hiram, you were in jail. Yeah, and maybe you should direct some anger on your wife because she definitely gave Luke Perry Andrews the impression that she was single. Yeah, let's let's just let's just be clear. It's both of their faults, but it's no one's fault because you. It now. I've been doing some research, but trying to figure it out. It's very unclear whether he was on trial or in prison. They mentioned prison. They mentioned he was in jail. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but I, I feel like they're trying to slide away from that. Yeah. By being like, no, no, no. It wasn't, like, that bad of a He's thing. He's, like, a reasonable character. Yeah. Then but... Veronica intervenes and is like, hey, what is wrong with you guys? And Hiram's like, well, we were just playing some one-on-one training. <laughs> Which leads directly into a scene. Hiram <laughs> gives Archie a midnight phone call. He's like, meet me outside. And do you know, Aaron, how much I want Archie to walk outside? There's Hiram just in like wrestling gear, and just like, come at me, come on, let's do this. The best thing about wrestling gear is it's the dumbest uniform. It's a, just the yeah, dumbest. Yeah, I mean, he's a unitard. Yeah. So he's just like, come at me, Archie, come on, let's do this. <laughs> I wanted it so bad, but instead they go jogging. And little does he know, Archie loves to robot run. Yeah. So Archie. Real outpaces him. Yeah. Then they eat breakfast, and they're literally eating 50 calories worth of food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you remember Archie's like, why? I eat need, I need more than this. 50 calories is not a breakfast, <laughs> sir. It's like a plate of egg whites and steamed spinach and some <laughs> mushrooms. So, okay, maybe it's 100 calories if you include the cooking oil. <laughs> that is... Girls. Girls. And that Hiram. Is, and Hiram. <laughs> that is not a meal. Do not eat that for breakfast. You need more. You need fat. You need energy for the day. You need protein. You need carbs. You need need... energy for the day. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Yeah. Especially if you just went for a run. Uh, So, But Hiram's like, here's what I want. I want you to pretend we're friends because my daughter needs to focus on the crime I'm making her do. (laughs) I want you to know that what I wrote was... But most – so Hiram gives a midnight phone call to Archie for training and a 50-calorie breakfast, but mostly to be an evil, evil face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it's shot with him super dark and it's – Yeah. Yeah. The background's brighter than he, than he is, which is actually bad because I keep looking <laughs> into the background rather than at his face. It's okay. He's just being like, hmm, I've been watching this TV show. It's called The O.C. where I learned that dads can do evil things whenever <laughs> they want. It will make their daughters love them more. I've been watching New Girl, and I just learned that um, Schmidt's dad is... Is uh, Peter Gallagher, and he's still so hot. It's pretty great. <sighs> <laughs> he just he just looks whiter because of his hair. Because of his hair. I know. It's a little bit weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then Hermione and Veronica have some girl talk time. Well, Veronica tells her mom that once again... Josie was mean. Like the mayor was mean. She's the like, mayor was mean to her. The mayor keeps clapping to me, and Hermione's like, "Well, I shall clap back." And she's like, "No, don't do that. Our family works different from other families." And I'm like, "Cool. This is a weird conversation. Great. I don't want to. I do not know what to make of this. I can't even come up with a gag. It's just a weird." <laughs> Everything the Lodges do at all times is weird. Super weird. You know, Hermione was the best mom. She used to be the best mom. Now <sighs> she's trying to th- threaten people because people were mean. Dude, that's. I mean. She's yeah. trying to be a good mom. People were threatening her daughter. Like, when she was threatening her daughter, remember? Yeah. She clapped to herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Jughead goes and talks to the grandpa yep. again. Thomas Topaz. And he tries to, like, go on a speech. And Tony's yeah. like, thought you were apologizing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's and like, then, look, I'm real angry. And then he's then uh, Thomas Topaz is like, I see that you're angry. Now you opened up an old wound in the town, and now yeah. you got to deal with that, you dummy. Yeah, there's only one way to heal the wound. And it's very threatening, because everything in the show has to be threatening. threatening. So now it's the last day of tryouts, and in a wildly inappropriate abuse of power. I guess Hiram convinced the coach to have Archie wrestle out of his weight class. Chuck. Against Chuck. And that's got to be like 30 pounds out of his weight class. Yeah, Chuck's big. Which is wildly inappropriate. So yeah. not a... Do you guys want me to go on another rant about educators? No, I just wanted to talk about how the fact that these trials have a very big crowd. Like, like it's it's not... It's it's somewhere between a tryout and a... Exhibition act, match? An, an exhibition match. Yeah. Um, so I guess the parents maybe, I don't know. But, uh, Archie, because he has the willpower, because this is what I hear him talking about. Yep. It's not about how strong you are and that's, if you have willpower, it helps if you're a robot. <laughs> yes. 
Archie has the willpower and the robot strength yes. to win in the last yeah. second. Well, I mean, he's forcing he's made out of carbon fiber, so he's actually really light, mm-hmm. but he's very strong. So he's very easily flippable, yeah. but very strong. Yeah, so he so he can actually wrestle out of his weight class. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm saying is that Archie's cheating. Uh, <laughs> but he does pin Chuck, and he stares at Hiram while he's doing it. Gross. He's like, look at this. Look at what I'm doing. <laughs> look at what you've done. <laughs> then everyone you claps. made me into this. Oh, yeah, this. Veronica's there as well, and they all clap because Archie's pinned Chuck great yeah um so our party for this episode Pickens Day shocking yeah uh we start with the Coopers family uh they're having an oh we don't first Hermione and the mayor are weirdly aggressive to each other oh I was saying I was going before that because we learned that Hal isn't going where was I when that scene happened it was another dinner scene with the Coopers I don't recall that at all it's the exact same shot and and they're like, oh, we're have fun on the Pickens Day. And Hal's like, I don't think I'm actually going. And and then Alice is like, I don't care. Maybe I fast forwarded past that because I was doing commercials. Weird. Was it like a 30 second scene? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It was just another dinner scene. <laughs> Did not see that scene at all. Okay. That's, that's why when Hal shows up, it's so weird. Well, he said he wasn't going to be there. Hal often says he's not going to things. And so I assumed it just <laughs> happened off camera. All right, well, it's Pickens Day, and Mayor McCoy throws some shade at the lodges. And then the lodges throw some shade back. Yeah. Uh, Hiram wants Archie to come by the Pembroke. Gross. Yeah. Archie, don't get into bed with the devil. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then the Coopers arrive, and Hal, who said he wasn't going to come, immediately comes. And they have a very public confrontation. Yeah, he comes and harasses Sheik, because Sheik is a camboy, and I want to say right now, I don't care. I don't care. I no don't one care. cares. Be like, like, back in the other thing, I thought he was, like, a prostitute. On, yes. I, and, like, it seems like maybe he was a mix of the two of them. Like, he was having sex with people on camera and people would pay for that. But, like, what he's doing now with the Cooper he's just, house. He's just a camboy. Yeah. And I care so little because it is so low stakes. I care more about the fact that Hal broke into his room and broke into his computer. Yeah. it's li- Like, that's not cool. It's literally the lowest stakes thing. This, ep- this, this is up against Mama Blossom actually... Being a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And then there's Sheik, who is a camboy. Yeah. We'll get back with this. Make but us Hal, care more to show. But Hal leaves. Adam, and then Mama Blossom looks at him from across ha- the event. And she has a very red uh, candy apple. And then we cut and both her and Cheryl have two very red <laughs> candy apples because they theme. This show is nothing but thematic. hmm So, of course, the Lodge's force... Good old Luke Perry Andrews, who's so friendly and amiable, and the entire town loves him, yep. into doing the intro, Welcome to Pickens Day. And can I just say, they really, like, phoned it in on this event. <laughs> the stage is the gazebo, and they just, like, wrote in chalk, Sodale stage on it. Yeah. Really? You couldn't get a banner? Yeah. Uh, but he introduces Veronica and the Pussycats. Because this is a day of putting a new twist on old things. Yeah, and it's Veronica... And the Pussycats. But they did not pay the Pussycats to talk this episode or no. to appear in the forefront of any. No, no. So, so it's uh, Melody shot. and Valerie. And yep. they're just excited to be there. And Josie is very upset. She so wishes she was a Pussycat again. Mm-hmm. She regrets all her choices. And they sing a song, which I don't know what the song is, but it does have the words Union of the Snake. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, why would you do this song? Why'd you pick that, Veronica? Why is this the song? So the baby serpents come on in. Yes. And stage a silent protest. Yes, they do. They have their mouths duct taped shut, except for Tony Topaz. And very specifically, this is the baby serpents. Yeah, it's, and it's like the kids. two indigenous guys that we've never seen before. Yeah. So, I mean, good. Good. That you're, that you're bringing this stuff up. But once again, it's weird that it's connected to the serpents. And maybe bring the rest of the serpents? <laughs> the rest of the serpents who are, who are like, wait, that's how it started? Well, like, you, we we have no real stake in that as serpents. We just we just like to have a place to hang out. Also, we like snakes. Also, also once again, we're LARPing. <laughs> so then. And Cheryl joins them. Cheryl's like. Thrusts her um, apple, at, apple her mom. at mom and then goes and joins the protesters because this is Cheryl's thing now, and I guess. And the protesters are like, what? Why? Cheryl- <laughs> You're not a part of this. Cheryl learned a very obvious lesson about history and was like, well, now I need to change everything. Like, thanks, Cheryl. Remember when you hated the serpents so yesterday? much? <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Remember when you tagged the school to try to kick them out? Or maybe Reggie. Who knows? Oh, my sweet boy Reggie's not in this episode. No, no, he's not. Aww. 
Um, yeah. So Tony Topaz does a very impassioned speech because yep. she's recognized that the wound has been opened and now it needs to be able yeah. to heal. Um, and uh, Hiram, lo- okay, this is awesome. Hi- yeah, Hiram now, sells it like Now a- we understand how he has become this like business yeah. magnate that he is. This, this is the most impressive thing that Hiram done for considering how most we see of him is that he's a criminal and it's kind of like weird and menacing. He, there's a protest. He comes in and goes like, yes, good protest. <laughs> Look at how much we like this protest. This is such a good thing. You know what we're going to do with our development? We're going to celebrate the history of this town and do the things that the town should have done like a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to acknowledge the land that this was built in. We're going to celebrate those who helped us get to here today. It's going to be a great place for everyone in South Riverdale. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's how you defuse a situation, I guess. Um, Hal sadly eats a snow cone. <laughs> and Mama Blossom comes in. Uh, and I guess... Prostitutes him? Prostitutes at him? Great. Good. I hate it. I did sit there for a moment. I was like, but they're related. And then I was like, no, she married into the family. But I thought the Blossoms married each other. I mean, I think they were just... Are they related? I think they were just excited that their kids were related. Mm, Mm. I don't think they're actually incestuous. (laughs) I think they're excited about the concept. Oh. (laughs) They're like, I'm interested in incest. Please tell me more. Gross. Um, so Sheikah, even when he's nice, he's is like weird. a real super creep. He like reveals her like. By the way, when last night I I stared at you while you slept. She was she's like, oh, and he was like, I wanted to figure out why such a lovely, wonderful person would bring the terrible me into their house. The show keeps doing this where they set up something and they're like, next episode they resolve it. Aaron, do you think we're ever going to hear about um, the indigenous stuff again? No, but you know what we didn't hear about this episode? The Black Hood. Nope. Last episode ended with Archie being like, was he the real Black Hood? Yeah, we didn't hear about it Nothing. at all. Um, but anyway, so Sheik is like, um, yeah, I was trying to figure out why you do something like this to me. And it's like, and I'm such a bad person. And then and then she, is he going to show her to be a cam girl? Yes. I don't care. I This is the lowest stakes thing that this show has ever done. And it had Archie being nervous about whether or not he's performing on stage. I don't care that Sheik is a camboy. I don't care. But Kevin, he's going to teach Betty how to harness the darkness inside herself. By being a cam girl? I guess so. And you know what? I actually saw the previews for next week. And Betty does lock herself inside her room wearing her dark wig. Cam I, girl. I don't care. If this is something that 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 this is the least harmful thing you could do, I really want Betty to get a storyline where she interacts with other characters, like characters I care about, not new characters. Yeah, because I don't care about Hal, don't care about Crazy Pants Alice, because she's not being crazy. No, I never thought I would long for the terrible mother that Alice Cooper once was. I just don't. I I just don't care about any of this. Yeah, it's I, done. I, it feels weird that that the this episode ends on the note of like. I mean, it doesn't end. There's nothing after. But it, one of the last notes it ends on is like, and then Betty's gonna start being a cam girl. Yes. <gasps> I'm like, I don't care. I, like, if she's staying safe, which to be fair, it's, she won't be. She, well, no, she's gonna find some way to make it dangerous. Dangerous. She's gonna make. <laughs> she's gonna find some way of like. She's gonna start meeting people. Yeah. In person. Gonna, yeah, yeah. She's gonna find some way to do it dumb in a dumb way, mm-hmm. and this feels really offensive to people who are like you know, cam people for a living. Yeah. Because they... It's a career. It's not who you are. Yeah. And it's also like, I've I've met cam people. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're just like, yeah, no, it's like one of the safest things you can do because you're on a... It's not your real name. There's yeah. no information about you really out there other than like, well, how, what do you look like? Yeah. And it's 100% legal. Like the only, th- the only thing that it had for a while is that people started doing it in public. And they're like, don't do it in public. Yeah, that's so, not safe. So now all, like, the most um, popular cam sites are, like, you can't do it in public. They'll shut you down. Yeah. Yeah, and they do. They're, like, like usually, I mean, maybe, probably he's not going through a site, maybe. <laughs> maybe he has his own site. I don't know. I don't know what his logistics are. I just do not think this is the darkest thing. This, this is not the darkest timeline for Betty. This is also not, yeah. Yeah. I, I think they just didn't want to make him a prostitute because they already have a prostitute. And you know what? No one can compete with Mama Blossom. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I mean, she she's a high class prostitute. He's a hostile prostitute. Can we talk about the fact 
fact that Mama Blossom has no scarring from being almost fired to death? I mean, mm. burned? No, no. <laughs> like, at all. Aaron, we talked about this. That hospital's magic. <laughs> it sure is. Because it healed that gun wound in one day. <sighs> then we have the final scene. So, um, our chief goes and meets with Hiram, and he reveals he's the new Archie who wants to do business, not music. And that's when I realized how good at sleuthing Archie has become. Yeah, he's real good. At it. And then he gets a phone call from A. Andrews, which was revealed is actually the um, FBI agent. Which is also very good. And he's like, oh, I'm going to hang up that phone. Because like, don't take a call. <laughs> he picks up. I can't talk right now. I'm in the middle of sleuthing. So we find out he actually has two plans, sleuthing, but also to buy his dad's company back. And then Hiram invites him to be an intern. I don't know if that's... Or do you think that's a part of his sleuthing? I don't, I don't think it matters. I think I think whether or not... Because if he can, that'd be good. But that'd be years down the road anyways. And I think he's, he really hopes his last, like, I don't know, a month. <laughs> Which is reasonable for <laughs> In Riverdale. the show. Yeah. yeah it, could be, it could be resolved next week. That's true. <laughs> 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 oh, Archie, you're so good. Yeah, he's, he's really... Really coming as Betty's getting worse, he's getting better. He's a real grown up boy. Um, so then we get the actually the actual last bit, which is that um the that the group, the the lodges and the sheriff and Mayor McCoy. Remember the sheriff and the mayor are sleeping together. They are, yeah, no, yeah. I remember that every okay. single time. <laughs> anyway, they're all standing and they're staring at something, and the mayor's like, Well, this is your game now. How do you want this handled? And the lodges are like quickly and with efficiency. Yeah, I'm like, which like, is not an answer. And, and also um, Mayor McCoy, didn't you not want them telling you what to do? Yeah. So why are you what? immediately giving up power? Yeah, why are you passive-aggressing at them? Yeah, this is... Anyway, what it turns out happened is that someone cut the head off of General Pickens and did all pain of the blood, and I think it's the Lodges. I think it's the Lodges, too. Yeah, the Lodges like, are starting this to This really war. seems like something the, the, the serpents would do, didn't it? I'm like, this is what Reggie did! <laughs> Hermione is just as shifty as Reggie. She's, I'm, like, looking around. Hiram Lodge, the... The law just took a cue from Reggie Mantle. That sweet, sweet boy. They're like, oh, that buff boy. <laughs> that that buff boy certainly had a good plan by blaming the serpents for that graffiti. What if we did the exact same thing? There's no way this could go wrong. As these teenagers did. <laughs> oh, Lodges. Uh, Why are you so dumb? Aaron, yes, Kevin. in this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Oh, could I possibly have found a moment where logic was cut away just like Colonel Pickens' head and it was replaced by nothing, a.k.a. drama? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> I did. All right. What's your moment? The moment where the FBI agent throws shade at Archie for not being a part of the business meeting and is like, you need to be friends with Hiram Lodge. He's 15. <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to constantly have that be the CW moment every single time the FBI agent relies on Archie for anything. Yes. There's no logic to it. It just causes more drama. Yeah. I understand it sort of moves the storyline forward. And I'm sure there will maybe be payoff eventually, although I don't actually trust the show. But Archie could have just decided to sleuth himself. We didn't need an FBI agent. I, okay, no, Archie could not decide to yeah, sleep Yeah, the, the weird thing is that, here's what I hate about it. It's the only way to do the do this bit, but it's dumb. Because like, here's the thing, Archie, not a self-starter. No, it, it's like, like here's the thing, of course, yeah, you need this to happen, but I hate that it's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because why would, the F why? Why would the FBI ask Archie Andrews? Of all people. Of all people. I guess they don't want to ask his dad because they're like, maybe his dad's in bed with them. But if they knew Luke Perry at all. Yeah, they know it's not him. Yeah. So instead they go through a child, which I don't know, feels illegal. <laughs> you know what? Nothing that happens on the show is ever legal. I mean, too so. bad they're the FBI, so. They make the laws. They, they are the law. They don't make the laws. The court system makes the laws. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, did you find ACW moment? Um, Yeah. The problem is that there's a lot of, once again, with Riverdale, there's a lot of big moments that I can't mm -hmm. just say are moments. Um. I think I have to select, though, um, wasn't this is sort of breaking the rules a little bit because <laughs> it's a bunch of different moments. But the fact that Cheryl wants to insert herself into the protest. Yes. Like, when like when has Cheryl ever cared about this that much? When has Cheryl ever cared about the plight of anyone? Well, no, she does care about the plight. She apparently really cares, cares about the name of the Blossom name. 
That's true. So I guess she cares. But she always does weird things to defend the Blossom name. She always, like, is much more willing to have the Blossom name, like, hidden away than thrust out into the light. So it's weird for her to be like, well, everyone should know so we can make reparations. I feel like it's much more within her to be like, well, then we hide it. Mm-hmm. So no one ever knows. Maybe I should stop my crusade to rename this day. Maybe I should burn the town down. Hmm. hmm what a fire. Maybe Cheryl cut the head off. Wouldn't that be a twist? <laughs> and I could believe it because it's because it's chaotic neutral Cheryl. I mean, it's definitely, definitely the uh, Lodges, but maybe it's Cheryl. Uh, <laughs> so that's another episode of uh, Riverdale, which once again is punching above its weight class, much like Archie, um, in ways that sometimes work and sometimes don't it's real hit and miss i really want to throw like some real props to the scene between jughead and tony yeah because i think the one where she reads the article because i think that hit on some like super interesting and important points that we don't always see well, being addressed well honestly in the, media the um the scene between tony and uh uh jughead and the scene the later scene between tony thomas and jughead mm-hmm. before thomas gets weirdly threatening yeah which is not really a threat it's a protest yeah but he, he, he's making he, a suggestion. He makes it sound like they're going to blow it up or something. It's like true. the way that it's shot. Um, <laughs> but he makes he's like, no, no, we'll 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 make, we'll make our voices. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, but yeah, the, like those scenes, I think are done well. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, they really are. And then it's just a shame that it gets lost in the storyline being somewhat shoddily constructed. Yeah, and and also like intermixing. It, the weird thing with the show is that, like, it takes some very heavy issues, but it really puts up against things that I think are super dumb. Like, I do not care about the camming. And it gives them equal weight, which yeah. they don't have equal weight. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> you know, it ends with the foreboding thing of, like, and then Sheik will have Betty go deeper into her darkness. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I <laughs> I disagree. Yeah. I, I don't think you should be treating this like this is the worst thing that a so that someone can do. I mean, it sucks because she's you know sixteen. Yeah. So she shouldn't be because that's very illegal. Unless, but she, but she is like twenty five. Yeah, he can make his own choices. Yeah. Also, let us not forget that this show has a lot of teenagers tackling things they don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Literally yeah. every single character. It, it except for Kevin. Kevin's dealing with totally appropriate things. This one so much more than the OC has teenagers has is keeps forgetting its characters are teenagers. Yeah. And that's the one thing when, when we started this podcast and we talked about teen dramas. That's the one thing that always that I did not like about them. I did not want to watch teen dramas or, or a lot of shows that were very teen oriented mm-hmm. is because at a certain moment it feels like they wish their characters weren't teenagers. And so they start treating them like not teenagers, which is hard when you keep looking at the show and being like, that, that kid's 15, that kid's 15, that kid's 15. And it's, it's harsh on Riverdale because it's so um, school related. It is. And I think they made a real misstep, misstep because they are in grade 10. That was brought up at some point <laughs> during the first season. Yeah. And now they've just sort of fudged it because they can all drive, which means that they're 16. Yeah. Like, well, if you... Why not make them be in grade 11 or grade 12? Because apparently your seasons only last for, like, yeah. two been, months. There's been this push that I really like, and I, I guess I'm kind of giving credit to that, of having a lot of YA, more YA stories take place in college. Yeah. Um, because of because it, it's, it's an age that there's still a lot of changes going on in it, but it's not something there's a lot of, like, focus on it. unless Because the only college stories you think about are, like, American Pie. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, even American Pie is like high, high school. school. But like Animal House, like they're party ones. Yeah. When College is a super interesting time, a time yeah. of discovery and yeah. a time of figuring out who you are, yeah. which is what these shows are doing. So I would really like more, I say YA because I come from an, uh, a book background, mm-hmm. um, but I would like more YA these stories that take place at college that aren't about like sex. Because guess what? We're also doing other stuff. Yeah, there's other stuff happening at college <laughs> or university. Anyway, um, hey, if you uh, like that episode, if you want to talk to us about it, um, tell us about stuff. That'd be very awesome. You can do some social medias to do that. Yeah. When you're getting on your Instagram and you're following the Kevin the Wonder, you can also follow Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA. You could also use that same name and follow us on Twitter. Remember when uh, you were doing porcelain dolls and I had to make the Instagram accounts for each uh, person? Oh, yes. And, there's, and I very specifically chose who would be a pun name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you you know someone who has a pun name. 
I feel like I feel like Kevin would have I, a pun I name. I don't feel like Kevin would have a pun name. But he's I, posting his gossip. Yeah, but I feel like Kevin would be much more like he would have a, a pseudonym. Mm. Kevin seems like a pseudonym. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think Veronica would have like... It'll be something like like Bitchy Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would it, be something like that. Who who would have a pun name? Who do you think would have a who do you think is most likely in the cast of Riverdale to have a pun name? Archie, and it'll be a very bad one. <laughs> really, I thought he would just be Archie Andrews. <laughs> I think he and, tried but, to shoehorn his name into something. But if, but if he doesn't like, but like if he doesn't have that, he starts adding numbers to it. So he'd be like Archie <laughs> Andrews four because he's gonna go one, two, three, and then like he'll hit four or something. Great. <laughs> Or it'll be Archie Andrews 1. Archie like, Andrews 1. I mean, that's what I feel like he would do. <laughs> Archie Andrews 01. I don't know if any of these people I feel like would have a pun, a pun name. name. The person most likely, I would say Kevin, I think, is the most likely yeah. to have a pun name. Um, but, like, Jughead would would be, like, part of a quote. I think Betty would also be part of a quote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Cheryl's would be, like, Red Dragon. Yeah, yeah. It would be something threatening and... <laughs> and about her having red hair. And about her having red hair because she's themed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know you know who would have um, uh, a pun name? Ethel. Ethel. Or Reggie. Mm, Reggie would have a pun name. You're absolutely correct. Reggie would have a pun name. It would, it would be with Mantle. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my sweet baby boy Reggie. Come back next episode. Come back to me. <laughs> Okay, we went way off track here. You can also rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcast or the podcast listening d- device, nope, app of your choice. Yeah, the podcatcher of your choice. Just I do it. We, I don't know if we said which, uh, what our, we're, we're on both Instagram and Twitter. It's both, it's both Podcast Moa. I said that. All right. In a shifty way. Right. If we got very lost in a. <laughs> you can also send us an email. It's podcastmoa at gmail.com. What will the retribution be for cutting off the statue's head? Will Archie's internship help him discover what the lodges are really up to? What will be the outcome of Betty's boring dark side? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery, Outsiders, and Abs. A teen drama fancast? Wonderful. Wonderful.